Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there traders, welcome back to another edition of live trading and backtesting with me your 10-minute stock trader, Christopher Yule. Today, we're going to be covering what I'm seeing going on in the market right now. We're going to be looking at some new ideas, maybe maybe even possibly going short. And finally, uh, we'll be taking your requests. So stick around till the end, and we will be taking your requests for live backtesting here on the screen. So let's get right into it. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast. Today, we have a special lesson for you. I'm putting it here on the podcast because I really believe that this is going to provide you massive, massive value. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And hey, listen, if this podcast was useful to you at all, I really highly suggest that you go check out the full trading course at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 that you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. All right. Hey, do me a favor real quick before we get started. What is your favorite stock to be trading right now? Drop it in the chat. I would love to take a opportunity to backtest what your favorite stock is right now. No pressure. Just drop it in the chat and we'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, but, you know, first I wanted to say, uh, you know, Thanks for joining me today. My name is Christopher Yule. Uh, I run the website 10minutestocktrader.com. And if you are at all interested in the kind of information that we cover in today's episode, I would highly suggest to you to go over to your YouTube search bar, type in 10 Minute Stock Trader, and you will get me. And from there, we have over 500 podcast episodes to help give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. That's my shameless plug of the day, but let's do talk about the markets. First things first, the SPY continues to put in lower highs. And uh, you know what that means. Lower highs and lower lows means a bearish market sentiment. Now, I'm not saying we're going to see full-on 20% correction. We haven't even seen a 10% correction yet. But these lower highs are very indicative of a bear market. And also, the, the fact that the, the market has been opening strong and closing weak, that's also indicative of a bear market. So yeah, we're losing the luster on the SPY. If uh, if you're also thinking that's true, do me a favor and smash the like button. When you smash the like button, it lets Benzinga know that you value this kind of entertaining information, entertainment, infotainment, and also helps them know that you're uh, interested in learning more about the way that we trade, right? 
So looking at the SPY, here's a couple things to keep in mind as we go forward, right? The red line right here, that's our 50-day average. And in a nutshell, you can think of the 50-day average as its own bullish or bearish indicator. If it's below the 50-day, it's bearish. If it's above the 50-day, it's bullish. And the SPY has been trading under that for a couple weeks now. And to me, that does, that doesn't look good for the market going forward. But also keep in mind, on an individual stock basis, you can actually track this as a percentage. You can go to um, the MMFI indicator, which is that right there. And when you do, you will be presented with uh, basically a, a rolling chart to show you how many stocks in the S&P 500 are above their own 50-day moving average. Remember, we just talked about the market being above its 50-day. Now we're looking at what percent of stocks that compose the market are above their 50-day. Currently, we're sitting at 47%, 47.68%. But I brought this up last week, and I want to continue to do that. The trend for this has been moving down. And I am in no way, shape, or form a perma bear, perma bull, or anything like that. I'm just reading what the market is giving me. And right now, we've got the market below its 50-day. We've got the percent of stocks less than 50% or above their 50-day continuing to see a weak market with lower highs. Yeah, right now, it just looks like now is not the time to be loading up your portfolio with a whole bunch of long positions. So with that being said, uh, let's do take a look at what is in my portfolio in the first section here. For the last few weeks, since September 9th, I've had zero trades on. And uh, I actually spent all of the last weekend and more uh, updating my trading model to make sure that I can reflect a bullish and bearish environment because we really haven't seen a bearish environment like this for a hot minute. So I went through, I updated everything. And uh, right now, the only thing I have in my portfolio is actually a short by long puts in discovery. And uh, that is D-I-S-C-A. And I got into it two days ago, uh, 25.33. The stock's at 25.50 at the close today. Uh, honestly, if it doesn't go back down, that's probably as much as I'm going to risk into this. With a bear market, you've got to be a lot more flexible and you have to be willing to take your losses if you have to deal with them. It's not a big deal. It's just part of trading. Now, you're probably wondering what in the world is this future projection going out on your screen, Chris. Well, this is some of the amazing stuff that you can do when you are backtesting, right? So I backtested this. In fact, I'll do it right now. So strategy test, Yule short entry uh, under the 10-day and above the 10-day for the exit, right? And we'll do this. We'll do paint on chart so we can have a discussion about it. So when you run a backtest like this, it'll actually show you where your entry would be, where your exit would be, and what the percent gain or loss would be, right? In this case, I entered it on the short on um, hide that on October 11th, right at the entry point where it says here, and it's continuing to run down. And when you have it where it's an open position, you can actually project the uh, average returns going forward on that. So keep this in mind when you're doing it you can actually choose to run it long or run it short, right? I could change it to be long only and it'll give a drastically different result here. But the short on this trade actually yielded a cumulative return of 53.9% over the last year. 
Um, the reason being is that I, I usually do it for a thousand candles whenever I'm looking to go long on this bearish indicator. I want to be very concise. I want to know what's happening today. So we're only running the back test on the last year. With that being said, had a 41% win rate, which isn't huge, but the return, as we talked about, is 53.9% going short above and below the 10-day exponential moving average, which in my chart is this blue line here. Now, you're probably asking yourself, that sounds like a pretty good trade. How do you know that this is going to work? I don't know. But historically speaking, this is what the data shows. And we can only go on what the data is showing. Past performance is not indicative of future results, but it does help to paint the picture going forward. So we can paint that on the chart and see, you know, historically speaking, we may be seeing a sell-off of, you know, maybe up to 25%, which would be monster. But keep in mind, Discovery did have that Archegos issue earlier this year, and that's being included in this back test. So I am not confident we're going to see a 25% decline. But if we do, I'm all set for it. Now, also, one thing I like to do, and a lot of the traders that I talk to and have interviewed and, and have read about, uh, is I will pyramid into my position once it's working for me. Um, right now, I got in at 25.33, like I say, with via long puts. If this reaches through 25 or 24.50, I'll add another unit. I consider a unit to be, you know, X number of contracts, X number of shares, X number of short shares. Uh, so I would add another unit at 24.50 and another unit at 2364. Those represent one ATR. That would be one average true range. So what is the average amount of movement over the last X number of days, in this case, 14? That goes back actually all the way to the turtle traders in the 80s. They will pyramid onto their positions based on a movement of one ATR. So what is the ATR today? 90 cents. So basically 90 cents from here to here. It may have fluctuated a little bit between the time I put it on and now, but 90 cents between here and here is one average true range, which means we're essentially setting up a new range for the stock and looking at that going forward. So yeah, that's what I am doing in Discover uh, Discover Networks right now, which they actually just launched in Canada. So there's some bullish news to this. I'm not particularly bullish or bearish on the stock. I'm just reading what the price is telling me. And right now the price doesn't look too hot. So if you found that useful, do me a favor in the chat, drop in. A, uh, a thank you for that, if you don't mind. And smash the like button. That's what I really need you to do. Speaking of the chat, there is a lot of people in the chat right now. Let me go ahead and, and put these on the screen. Oil and gas shortage coming. You know what? I don't know. Right now, oil has been off the chart. I know in Europe, they're having some shortages. I'm not even sure right now. Everything's just all up in the air. So I appreciate your comment there. Proton, hey, how's it going? Thanks for that uh uranium stocks we could take a look at that do me a favor in the chat drop in what uranium stock specifically you'd like to look at and i would be glad to take a look at it for you amd joe i'll tell you what amd had a run today up nearly four percent now i know amd has been on a lot of people's radar for a hot minute just willing to push it higher but remember Whenever you've got the bear market working against you, whenever you do, I, I shouldn't say the bear market, whenever you don't have such a strong bullish market working for you, it can pull down stocks that you would expect to be rallying higher. Uh, okay, so we're getting a lot in the chat here. So I am going to uh, move on to my next section, which is, uh, once I can find the button to click, uh, some new trade ideas. 
All right, so I gathered a collection of short ideas. And also, I would like to point out, uh, one of the services that I highly, highly recommend is called finclub.ai. And there you can get a two-week free trial. Um, but they use artificial intelligence data. And today, which is you know what we've been seeing a lot of recently, was one of their red light days. Basically, all their picks failed. Now, you can interpret this one of two ways, right? You can say, okay, I don't want to be in the market. I'm going to just sit in cash like I've done the last several weeks, or you can interpret this as saying, hey, here is your light for a shorting opportunity. So with that being said, that, that website again is finclub.ai. Super recommend you go and check that out. Uh, with that being said, I looked at a lot of different short opportunities out there. And so I'll go through a few of them here. Um, the only issue with these is while some of them do look really, really great, they don't backtest well in a short environment. And we're going to find that a lot. We've come off an incredibly strong bull market. And finding stocks that backtest well going short is rough right now. So let's do this. We're going to pull up my strategy tester. We're going to go straight to the short strategy, which is just a simple above and below a 10-day moving average. That's it. Run. And you'll see that this one, CNC, returns actually positive results of 2.09%. So that's amazing opportunity out there. The only reason I do not have this in my portfolio right now is the options market is very illiquid. I mean, we're talking 10, maybe 20 contracts in open interest. Uh, and for me, I need to see 200, 300 in open interest. And that just didn't have the liquidity there. But I'm telling you right now, if the liquidity was there, I would have uh, bought puts on this today. So take that as you may. Let's move on to the next one. ABBV also pulled in a surprisingly positive backtest. Now, ABBV, be careful because we do have earnings coming up and an ex-dividend date. So take that as you may, if you take that into account in your trading. Uh, but this also performed a positive uh, short backtest. Now, this is what I'm talking about here. Seeing this a lot over and over and over. Let's say if I had 20 stocks to backtest for being short, one maybe two, haven't even seen three yet, actually show a positive return. And uh, that's when going short. And that's really just a function of the market environment we've been in, right? Looking at BAX, same thing, negative 10%. INTC, looking at that, negative uh, 9%. Now, granted, let's flip this on its head. Let's say we're going to go long the 10-day over and over. Uh, long a 10-day breakout, right? Run that. And it's a totally different story. Actually, on, on, on Intel, this doesn't look very good. Uh, neg still negative 15%. Um, but actually something like GPN, you know, global payment network, 37% on the, the uh, long only backtest. We switch this to the short only backtest. Has a positive 2%. So actually you could go either way on this stock. You could even trade it both directions. When it crosses over, you go long. When it crosses under, you go short. That's the reason we do the back test. That's, that allows us to know if we have a statistical edge in our trading, right? It's not, not at all throwing a dart and saying, oh yeah, that looks like a good stock to go long. Throwing a dart. That looks like a good, good stock to go short. No, we need data. We need facts. We need returns that show that our strategy does have an edge. So yeah. There's several out there right now. Uh, you can take a look at this list, maybe pause the video. Um, 
But yeah, right now I am not looking to go long. I'm only looking to go short. And a lot of these short opportunities still just don't have the back-tested return that you would want to see. So if you're finding this useful, do me a favor, smash the like button. And uh, we're going to go into the user requests. I really wouldn't call it user. Audience requests. And here we're going to be talking about um, what are you thinking out there? Long and short. Do me a favor. In the chat, be sure to put long your uh, your stock and short your stock. That way I know which way to look at. Because right now, like I say, I, I have a bearish posture. The market has a bearish posture. But you may have a bullish posture. And I'm not going to fight you on that. If that's what you want to see, we'll have a look at it. All right, so let's take a look at what is in the chat. Hey, everybody, thank you so much, by the way, for filling this through. Uh, Joe, let's do that AMD real quick. Now, I'm going to assume you're looking long on AMD. And let me change this back test to go long. Run. <coughs> 83%. Yeah, AMD's great. I traded this early in the year. It was the best, best winner I had for the whole year. Uh, I caught this move from 95 to 110. Uh, yeah, AMD, super strong, 83%. Uh, also, keep in mind, this stock has been on a monster run. A thousand candles ago to now, it's up nearly 700%. We have no control over that. We have only control over our strategy when we enter and when we exit. And following the data here still shows an incredible 83% return. So AMD looks pretty sweet if you're going along. Troy, how are you, sir? Let's look at LAC, LAC. Oh my goodness, Lack just got our rocket ship and went off today. 64.22% on that cumulative return over and below the 10-day exponential moving average. In fact, let's do this. Paint the trades on the chart. Oh yeah, Troy, look at that. Here, I'm going to remove all these words so we can focus on what the chart's telling us. All right, so it broke over this and it's outperforming its back test big time. So this blue line, that's your average return. This blue cloud, that would be your 25 and 75% confidence interval there. And it is blowing it out of the water. So yeah, great choice on that one, Troy. LAC. Let's go to Connor. Connor wants to talk about PROG, P-R-O-G. Progenity? Progenity? Either way. I'm from Texas. We, we, we don't always have the best diction. Uh, yeah, this one. All right. So the stock is down 84%. That That's a big red flag to me right there. Over the last thousand candles going long, it still is showing a negative 8% decline. Um, let's look at this, actually. If we went short, this one may be a better short candidate than a long candidate. Yeah. Yeah, the short actually has a better return than the long does. And right now it's below its 200 day, which is a huge red flag. Don't ever go long something that's under its 200 day. Um, but yeah, I mean, it had a, a good run this week. It's down 7% today. So yeah, uh, Prague is Prague is uh, not my favorite out there. So Connor, thank you for that though. Kenneth, let's look at Fubo. Hmm, nice move today. Up 5.66%. Let me change this to go back to long because I assume you have bought the stock based on that. Ooh, okay. So I believe this is um, from the SPAC bubble or something earlier this year or one of those meme stocks. Yeah, 
Unfortunately, this one back tests really poorly. Negative 87% when you go above and below. It's 10 day. Now, granted, you could change this to 37, right? Just random numbers. And you could overfit the, the data and make it work to that a point where it does show positive. I mean, that's what people have a hard time with when they learn about back testing. They get excited and they're like, holy crap, this works great on the 10, but it works even better if I do it on the eight. And if I do it on the six and three quarters, it is the best. So I'm only going to run on the six and three quarters, but you're overfitting to the data. A robust trading system. That's the word that people throw around in this case, a robust trading system will work on a 10 or a five or a 15 or a 20. It'll have different tolerances. It'll have different uh, returns overall, but you're not overfitting the data to say it only works on the six and three quarter moving average or something like that. James, let's look a look at, let's take a look at our arrival. 53%, nice one, 53.46% above and below its 10 day. Also be careful. It's currently below its 200 day. So I would uh, definitely say relax until it crosses over 1850. And then this is a really strong back test for this one. Nice one, James. Brian, how are you, sir? Boyle, B-O-I-L. ProShares Ultra Bloomberg Natural Gas. Cool. Yeah, I know natural gas has been on a huge run lately. And this one in particular. Oh, look at that. All right, going long this one. This is really interesting, right? <laughs> Negative 83% on the asset performance, which means if I'm not mistaken, this probably has been reverse split. Yeah, because this is one of those uh, leveraged ETFs, they will have to reverse split every so often. And because of that, it kind of throws off the data, right? But even then, over the last thousand candles, it still has a negative 20% return. Um, so Boyle, I would be very cautious of. Slowback is telling us MTOR, MTOR. I think I've heard of MTOR, but it's in like a bodybuilding context or something. This is Meritor Inc. All right, so this one, again, negative 39% on the back test. You've got a market that's weighing you down and then you've got a negative uh, expectancy on your back test. And I'm not running on the 37s or anything. I'm just doing the, the, the 10 over and below. Um, that one is uh, showing to be not the greatest uh, as far as the back test goes. Let's keep moving on here. SoFi, Mark. All right, so this one, interestingly enough, see how itsy-bitsy that 200-day is? That means it's only been listed for just over 200 days. Looks like about 210, 215 at this point, but still has a positive expectancy. So for me, when I'm trading, I'm not looking for the, the, the huge bangers. I'm not looking for the home runs. I just want to make sure that my strategy does show an expected positive return. Let's do this. Let's uh, paint this one on the chart here. Yeah, remove all execution marks. So you can see on the back test, it does show to be really strong. In fact, I have to pull that down even further. The average, which is really crazy high, uh, shows to be, could reach up to $38, which is 105% uh, in the next 12 months. I'm not going to put my money on that, but I will say that there is definitely a lot of bullish momentum to this stock. But like I say, you're fighting 
a market that isn't as bullish as the stock. But once the market turns around, once it finds its solid footing and uh, wants to march higher, this dude could be a potential huge, huge runner. So, Mark, let's get ready for that. Joe, how are you, sir? Microsoft MSFT. That's about right. MSFT. There we go. All right, Microsoft. I mean, it's Microsoft. It's one of the Fang, you know, Fang M stocks. Uh, so you'd expect, to, obviously, this one to have a positive back test. Twenty nine percent. But this one's been moving sideways for a hot minute. Uh, but it is still positive. Let's paint the trades on the chart. Look at that. Remove all execution marks. We've got earnings coming up in about two weeks, and it looks like, on average, we could see Microsoft running up to. 311 between now and then not saying it will but the data shows that over the last thousand candles this is the average return and uh running into earnings you could have a nice uh a nice setup there joe thank you so much for that and guys i really really appreciate all these people in the chat so many all right um if you are enjoying this do me a favor and smash like that way benzinga knows that you're enjoying this as well Okay, I'm a little bit overwhelmed with so many to choose from. Uh, let's do uh, Afram. A-F-R-M. This one I know has gotten a lot of chatter. It's had several huge gap ups recently. Uh, it's up 3.5% today. Definitely strong. The back test is not as strong as you would think, right? Hasn't it? What has it done in the last couple of weeks? It's doubled in the last 30 days but the back test shows over and above the 10 day or over and below the 10 day shows to be a 43 percent return uh cumulatively over the last thousand candles so yeah that's a really good one i like that one fatal jalapeno say i'm from texas we say jalapeno we don't say japalino actually i i uh went to school in arkansas and um, that is how they said jalapenos, is they would say jepelinos. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> say it right. Jalapeno. Negative 46% on SLI uh, versus 592 for the stock. Really, really interesting on that. Um, this looks like one of those times where some sort of fundamental shift, some sort of fundamental change has happened because it really floated around the <clears throat> two, three dollar level for a long time, and now it's pushing 10. So, yeah, interesting back test results on that. I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, if you trend follow this, it could go on for a hot minute. Uh, but I am saying the back test results are not uh, super bullish on this. So, Fatal Jalapeno, thank you for that. Let's see. Um, DLTR short. We got our first short. DLTR. Uh, change this to the short. Run. Okay. So this one, even though it does show that... Let me put this in context here. The negative return on this is not saying that you're going to gain 9% on your short. It's saying that the short actually returns a negative return. So while this does show to be looking like a nice setup coming up here, um, yeah, the, the back tester results don't, don't also uh, 
suggest that the short would be a profitable venture. Brian opens up a world of short opportunities. That's where I'm at right now, man. I mean, being able to go long and short, it's not required of a trader, right? But it does open up a huge amount of opportunities that you wouldn't have had otherwise. And like I say, right now, I, I have not shorted. And honestly, God, it's been a year or more. When Corona happened, I went all cash and stayed in all cash until May. That was February 28th is when I got out. And then I got back in in May. Um, hang on, we're going to look at the chart on that. So yeah, I gave up a lot of opportunities there. Um, and I'm not saying that that's where we're at right now. Right, I got out February 28th, which was right at the top. And the way that you can... You know, I, I tried to explain this to uh, to somebody the other day. I was like, you can see if you're paying attention, you can see when markets are topping, right? All your stocks will start to, you know, break through their moving averages. The market will start to break through its moving averages. And when something like this happens, you're either set up short or you're in cash if you're an active trader. This doesn't catch people by surprise, right? It You have to be paying attention if you want to play this game. If you aren't paying attention as the game progresses, you could get into a world of trouble, right? So yeah, let's move on to our final thoughts of the day. And I appreciate everybody putting in their uh, their their chat there. Give me just a second. There we go. All right, so if you have enjoyed this and you wanna see more of how to do this all the time, Go over to your YouTube search bar, type in 10 Minute Stock Trader, and you'll see me smiling right back at you. We have over 500 podcast episodes, and we would love for you to chum, come and join us there uh, as we up upload new episodes three days a week. We have over 10,000 subscribers, and we'd love to see you there. My final thoughts of the day come from one of my personal trading heroes, Mark Minervini. He says, want to make lots of money? Become an expert at this. The key to successful trading is to manage risk in relation to reward and have a mechanism that gauges when reward is or is not paying for an acceptable level of risk. Then you adjust your exposure and trade accordingly. This is the Holy Grail. Look, you, you came to this show trying to find the Holy Grail. I just gave it to you. You're welcome. No charge. <laughs> but with that being said, Mark has a lot of wisdom in this, right? A, there is no Holy Grail. B, the only way to find a holy grail is to balance your risk and reward, right? If you're going to go long something, you need to know when you're going to get out. If you're going to go short something, you need to know when you're going to get out. If you're paying attention, you can use all of the data that's out there for you to your advantage. You can backtest, you can use moving averages, you can draw pennants and flags and, and all that kind of stuff on the charts. But the key here is setting yourself up for a positive risk return relationship which we just mathematically covered over the last half hour. So, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really, really honestly appreciate the time that I got to spend with you. Thank you so much for putting all of your comments in the chat. Do me a favor, smash like, let Benzinga know that you enjoyed it as well. I hope to see you all over on my YouTube channel. Remember, 10 Minute Stock Trader. And as for that, I'll see you on the next episode. 
Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're going to find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. <laughs> and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're going to get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses. And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today, the five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. TimMinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimMinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimMinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.